truck and load. This is Steve Dace. The Steve Dace Show. And greetings. Happy Thursday. Welcome to the Steve Dace Show, live and on demand on Blaze TV radio podcast. I'm Steve Dace. Todd Erzin, Aaron McIntyre are here as well. If you'd like to join the show, 888-900-3393. You can also let us know what you think about what we think. Steve at stevedace.com is how you can email the program. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. And again, the last name is spelled D-E-A-C-E. Coming up at the bottom of this hour, three non-political questions. We're going to combine that segment with Theology Thursday. Because next hour, we have a good friend of the program returning to these airwaves. Mike Woody's going to be here to take us to the movies, a little holiday movie preview. We're going to look ahead to what is uh, the other big movie release time of the year and peek ahead to what Mike thinks uh, should be exciting. And he'll probably be wrong about that. And I'll have to be here to correct him. And zany hijinks will ensue. But before we get to all of that, here's Aaron's rundown of what happened while we were away. What happened while we were away brought to you by an impeachment inquiry update. Yesterday was the first public hearings in the impeachment inquiry into President Donald Trump. And what I'm about to tell you is basically all you need to know about how it went. A drag queen who calls himself Pissy Miles showed up to protest Donald Trump, and that's about as seriously as you should take this whole thing. In the actual testimony, however, the question of hearsay was brought up by Illinois Democrat Mike Quigley. Countless people have been convicted on hearsay because the courts have routinely allowed and created needed exceptions to hearsay. Hearsay can be much better evidence than direct, as we have learned in painful instances. Ohio Republican Jim Jordan pressed the acting ambassador to Ukraine, William Taylor, on the question of whether there is a link between American assistance and an investigation into the Bidens. Three meetings with the president of Ukraine, the new president, and no linkage. That's accurate? Mr. Jordan, certainly accurate on the first two. Uh, first two meetings, because to my knowledge, uh, the Ukrainians were not aware of the hold on assistance until until the 29th of August. So the political article. The political article. Um, the, thir- the third meeting that you mentioned with the senators, Senator yep. Murphy and Senator Johnson, um, there was discussion of the security assistance, but... No uh, linkage. But there was not... There was not discussion of linkage. In other news, President Trump welcomed Tayyip Erdogan, the Turkish dictator, to the White House yesterday. Uh, We have a great relationship with the Kurds. We have had. uh, We're with them now. We get along with them. And by the way, I think the president, uh, he may have some factions within the Kurds, but I think the president has a great relationship with the Kurds. Many Kurds live currently in Turkey and they're happy and they're taken care of. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg was absent from the bench Wednesday after being hospitalized with the flu. This comes after she underwent surgery last winter for lung cancer and treatment over the summer for a tumor on her pancreas. Moving on, British recording artist Ellie Goulding is slated to perform at the halftime show for the Dallas Cowboys Thanksgiving Day game on behalf of the Salvation Army to kick off their annual Red Kettle campaign. 
However, the Salvation Army apparently isn't woke enough for her, and she said yesterday on her Instagram account, quote, I have reached out to the Salvation Army and said that I would have no choice but to pull out unless they very quickly made a solid, committed pledge or donation to the LGBTQ plus community. Learning Spanish today, today's phrase is, the homeless and the destitute will be made to care. Los indigentes y los indigentes serán cuidados. The Salvation Army, however, confirmed that Golding will indeed still be performing as scheduled. Also in news from the other side of the pond, Jeremy Corbyn is the man who could become the next Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. He says that the killing of Osama bin Laden and Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi is no bueno. Um, in 2011, after U.S. Special Forces killed Osama bin Laden, he said it was a tragedy that the al-Qaeda leader was dead uh, rather than being captured and put on trial. So is the recent death of ISIS leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi a tragedy? If we preach international law and international legal process through the International Court of Justice in The Hague, then we should carry it out. Also on news from the other side of the pond, Hillary Clinton was asked by a British radio host why Margaret Thatcher wasn't included in her book of so-called gutsy women. Because surely she comes to mind with gutsy woman, even if you didn't like her. Well, she does, but she doesn't fit the other part of the definition, in our opinion, which um, really is knocking down barriers for others uh, and trying to make a positive difference. I think the record is mixed um, with her. Back stateside, Prager Yu went to the campus of the University of California, Berkeley, to ask students there how many genders there are. Infinite. Infinite. I think there are infinite genders. Why do you say that? Because I think, I don't know, you can't put things in boundaries. I don't know, like, I identify as a guy, but if someone's going to be happier not following that binary thing, do you? There's a spectrum of genders you can't really say. There are like five, six maybe. The judge in the trial of pro-life activist and journalist David Daleiden has ordered the jury to find him guilty of trespassing at Planned Parenthood conferences and clinics before the jury even retired to consider a verdict. Planned Parenthood is suing Daleiden and his associates after they released secretly recorded videos of executives haggling over the sale and price of dead baby body parts from abortions in their facilities. According to TMZ, Kanye West is slated to show up and perform at Joel Osteen's church soon, and hopefully Kanye is the first person to preach the gospel there. Finally, and speaking of the prosperity gospel, that's a term that Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback Nick Foles dropped during a recent press conference where he was talking about his recovery from a tough injury. You know, it's not always about prosperity. I don't believe in the prosperity gospel. I believe if you read the Word of God and you understand it, there's trials along the way, but they equip your heart to be who you are. Still could have joy in an injury. Um, and that, that's, people hear that and say, that's crazy. But it's like when you believe in Jesus and you, you go out there and you play, and that's, that changes your heart. And you only understand it when, you know, that purpose in your life, just like when I hoisted the Lombardi trophy. The reason I'm smiling is my faith was in Christ. In that moment, I realized I didn't need that trophy to define who I was because it was already in Christ. And that's my message when I play. Same thing happens when I get injured. And that's what happened while we were away. Aaron's Montage brought to you by Candico, who knows it's not crazy early to talk about the holidays now. 41 days away, Erzin, 41. That sounds nice. 41 days. That's it. All right. But if you want to make sure that uh, you're not taking another uh, holiday season of, of photos through a closed mouth while everyone else is grinning ear to ear, get photo ready 
with your smile. That starts right now, and it's easier than ever. With clear aligners from Candid, Candid's aligners can help straighten your teeth faster than traditional wire braces. Treatment takes just about six months on average. An experienced orthodontist who is licensed in your state creates for you a custom treatment plan. Then they show you a 3D preview so you can see how your teeth will look after you're done. Candid's aligners are comfortable, removable, and completely invisible. Candid ships your aligners directly to you so there's no hassle of going to an orthodontist office and Candid costs about 65% less than actual braces. And with each aligner purchased, Candid also donates $25 to Smile Train to bring safe, 100% free cleft lip, lip and palate treatment to children around the globe. Just don't British pop stars know this. They might check out to make sure that this charity is woke enough for you to support. All right. So get your photo ready. Smile by the holidays. Go to candidco.com. Candid, C-A-N-D-I-D-C-O.com slash truth bombs. Candidco.com slash truth bombs. Get $75 off right now at candidco.com slash truth bombs slash truth bombs. That's your promo code to get $75 off from Candidco right now. To the montage we go. And uh, the final two items, we're going to give you some bonus theology Thursday in the overtime today. We're going to contrast these two uh, events that Aaron has at the end of the montage. Kanye West uh, reportedly going to perform at Joel Osteen's church. And then what Nick Foles had to say, um, well, he was prompted, uh, but probably not in the way that uh, whoever was asking the question thought that they were prompting an answer. And we're going to compare and contrast those things with some bonus theology Thursday today. If you are a Blaze TV subscriber, no need to worry. We will tape it for you right after today's show is the live show is done, and then it will be posted up there later this afternoon. If you are not yet a Blaze TV subscriber and you want to watch that, as well as all of the other exclusive content we do each day here at Blaze TV, just use my name as a promo code to get a discounted subscription at blazetv.com slash dace. That's blazetv.com slash dace. If you are wondering, you know, there's been, a, there, there's been a lot of talk these last couple of years about fascism and who is and who isn't a fascist, right? We've, we've previously had to explain that the fascists are not the ones receiving the beating for their beliefs, but the ones dishing it out, okay? Those are the fascists, all right? So this is another term we have to define and clarify in our day of age. Who is and isn't a fascist? If your enemies include the little sisters of the poor, the nuns there, and the Salvation Army, the fascist would be you. You would be the fascist, okay? That's you. So just the more you know. PSA brought to you here uh, by the Steve Day Show. I don't want to be ghoulish, but could you guys even imagine a Senate confirmation hearing for Ruth Bader Ginsburg's replacement with an impeachment going on? Could you guys? What was the name of the uh, mentally ill dude that you that was that showed up yesterday to protest Trump? Would you say his name was Hissy Miles? Hissy Miles? Hissy. Pissy Miles. Okay. We're going to see for miles and miles, Roger Daltrey, if if you have a Senate confirmation hearing uh, for Ruth Bader Ginsburg's. I mean, they're out there on social media literally giving alms to, to Gaia for her health as we speak. If, 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 if she were not able to finish her term, 
could you and and I mean there's I mean she's essentially there she's the she's she's the swing vote really because the balance you have in the court now is what existed before Antonin Scalia's death um but she would be the swing vote can can you imagine what that political atmosphere would be like Aaron I I just I I don't like talking glibly about people's death i'm not trying to virtue say i just don't i don't know why um so oh, I don't stop mean it. it you had me at hello steve you had me at hello i don't mean to make it sound like this and i don't mean it to sound like i'm pulling for somebody's death because i'm not i'm just saying that's how we roll around here nowadays in this country that's how things go down it's going to happen because that's just how we roll it's going to happen so i don't need to imagine because we're going to find out that's just my gut feeling She's not fifty six. Yeah, people don't with live cancer. forever. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I, that's why I said I didn't say. I'm not. Saying, I said finish your I, term. I wasn't I know being glib. I'm just. Okay. I'm, I'm not saying, saying you. Are. I'm just covering no, no. my own butt. No, that's no. just how I roll. I'm not being glib. Fine. Then, then the only reason we that, that that there's an interest in her health is what she's a member of the U.S. Supreme Court. If she wasn't a member of the U.S. Supreme Court. Would anybody know who this woman was or the fact that an 87-year-old woman checked well, herself into the hospital for flu? And we, Would we know? No. no. All right. So it's an, it, there, there's a reason why it's a story. And it's because of what it could potentially mean partic- for, but, for the, when the average person who's approaching 90 checks themselves in a hotels for flu. You know, the, the, the odds you come back out, the older you are, are lower than the odds that you were when you checked when you went into. Well, first of all, you don't go into the, the hospital for flu unless it's really serious when you're 26, 36, 46 years old. Right. So the fact that this is another another health scare for her, given her age. People don't live forever. That's all. Okay, so could you just imagine if we went through this with, with, and I don't even know what that impeachment was yesterday. We'll get to that in a second. But could you just imagine the wailing, the gnashing of teeth that would be going on with those two events juxtaposed with each other, Todd? Yeah, it can be. And you're right to point out how they tell you how it's going to be. I mean, they're building statues on every corner of RBG. They, they, you're not, you aren't being glib to point out the way that they have put an existential pagan hedge of protection around her. No, they're literally, they literally post this stuff on social media. For those of you that don't follow what goes on on the other side, they literally do this. And so I mean it. Our, our politics aren't supposed to be this way in terms of judges, but I, I actually want, this moment, I, I want Kavanaugh times a hundred during an election cycle. I because it's there's a shot then that America will be tuning America that doesn't want to tune in will be tuning in more than we can possibly expect them to at any other time. And finally, look this joke of a process we have in the eye and say enough, maybe, maybe. So yeah, I, I'm not begging for her death. But I, I want everything else that that would bring to the table to happen. I want people to look at it. I want people to have their face rubbed in the nose of the mess, the stink that we have made of our politics and to see it for what it is. They, yeah. they believe she's their last line of defense is what the is 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 what is what the the people Hillary Clinton is speaking to in that clip where she dunks on Margaret Thatcher from the grave. OK, and. Whatever you want to, this is where have some kind of class. All right, I I can't. I hated the new. I hate the New Deal. 
I think it set the stage for the welfare state. FDR did internment camps of uh, internment camps of American citizens. Tried to illegally expand the U.S. Supreme Court. Are all those things facts? Are they all facts? Yeah, yeah. Is it also a fact that the likelihood that we're not speaking German right now? He has is 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 and Sieg Heiling is he has is is, is because of his is that also a fact? But that's something the left used to be better at, and this is a sign of their how their mania is increasingly taking over. They used to be able to check those boxes with the wink and the nod. The yep. people of the I past, know. they I know. can't do it anymore. I know, and, and and so the audience that that Hillary Clinton is speaking to, because Margaret Thatcher is one of the reasons that you're not. That there's not a hammer and sickle, for, formal hammer and sickle flag, except on America's college campuses. There's a, there's a reason. She's one of the primary reasons there's not a Soviet bloc. She's one of the primary reasons millions of human beings, including women, are not enslaved all throughout Eastern Europe as you got up here this morning. She's one of the primary reasons why. The fact that you cannot even, you can't even acknowledge that on any historic level. I'm, I'm never going to become that. I'm just, I'm not. I refuse. I, I, I'm fine calling Obama a Marxist. I was one of the first people to do it because he is one. But I'm, not, I'm never going to get to the point, because you're a Marxist, I, I can't acknowledge if you're a good husband, father. I can't find anything. I'm never going to get there. So if you're looking for a show that hates others as much as they hate me, it's just never happening here. I, I, I'm never going to that place. I'm never doing it. I'm not doing it. All right? If, if, if that's the cost, if, if, if that's the cost of saving yourself, then it's not a civilization worth saving as far as I'm concerned, then then let then come what may. You know what? Uh, let, let 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 justice roll on like a mighty stream at that point, as far as I'm concerned from above. We deserve the judgment to come then if that's where we're at. I'm never taking part in that. That's toxic acid rain. I'm not doing it. They, though, seem on their end, this is, this is what happened with Nate Silver last week when he was trending on Twitter for daring to say, why are we, uh, why are we not cheering that literally the worst human being on earth is, was killed? Why are we not cheering? Right? This is where we're at. And so if you're wondering, who is, Mar- she is speaking to an audience, Hillary Clinton is there, that, that is the same audience that believes Ruth Bader Ginsburg is their last line of defense, that their way of life ends. It ends. If, so, if, if she, if her life ends, they're not just going to just post, oh, well, that sucks on Twitter and go away, guys. That's not what they're going to do. That's not what they're going to do at all. They're going to lose their damn minds in public with the camera on. Let's That's make, what they're going to do. And let's make no mistake that there's, there, there's no coincidence in the fact that we've been hearing more and more, and they talked about this in one of the debates recently, one of the more recent debates as well. It is no coincidence that over the last couple of years, you've been you've been seeing think pieces from lefty blogs and websites, and you've been even hearing uh, candidates talk about it, like I just said in the debates, about, mm-hmm. oh, do we need to add more justices to the Supreme Court? Mm-hmm. Maybe we should add more justices to the Supreme Court. Th- that's not a coincidence. No. All. No, it's not. It's absolutely not. Then that, then that brings us to the impeachment. So... Like I said on the show yesterday, I had no idea Congressman Schiff was having a a a, a, an, a live hearing because they had told us that this was all going to be done secret, no formal proclamation, and then a vote, right? Something along those lines, and and Republicans banged on his door, right? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't I don't follow this stuff every day. There's there's other shows that'll do that for you. It won't be this one. I don't care. I, I don't. And most of the reporting is from behind closed doors. There's yeah. nothing on camera. Yesterday was basically the first time we had something on right. camera, too. So it's like, what What the heck do you All do? All right. And so I found out that that form was going to happen uh, or five minutes before we went on the air yesterday. You told me, right? Correct. I had no idea that was going on. So we get off the air. 
And I start feeling a little guilty from a professional level. I'm like, you know, it might be a clown show, but it's a historically significant clown show. All right. I, I, I should, I, I got to get informed. I, I can't be honest in my job and not follow what's going on with this. It's a momentous story, whether it's legitimate or not. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I, I went to try and do my own research on this. <laughs> so this is the first time they've had an open hearing. After saying for weeks they weren't going to do any of these, right? You would assume that the Democrats would put like their best foot forward, right? The like the first time they're going to turn the cameras on and let the public into the process, or at least an unambiguously yes. solid. You would, one. You, would, Just th- to- you, you would think you would think someone forget forget ideology just politics now we're just talking politics guys all right the art of politics okay that's it the the craftsmanship of politics that they would have said all right guys this is you know we got to have at least a solid line drive exactly you know what i'm saying not the smoking gun but beyond reproach right gotta and 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 we're just gonna play this safe roll cameras get our base narrative out there let them ask you know a couple of, of 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 you know cross-examine any questions so they can't claim we're running a star chamber when we're done but we're not putting up any 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 witnesses that aren't 100 percent airtight all right and we're going to save our best for later on but for now all right we just got to get on the scoreboard right yeah. we just got to get on the board here get the rally going Need a good opening drive we've scripted like bill walsh with the old 49ers we've scripted our first 10 plays right we need a good opening drive here the game won't be over we don't have to win the game on this drive but we, we you know this drive's got to end with a with a kick our place kicker's got to be on the field on the last play. Either he's kicking a field goal or an extra point, yep. right? You would think. Take some time off the clock. Yeah. Score some points. You would think right. that's right. The, f- the fact that it was. So their star, their star witnesses basically just went up there and affirmed all of the counter narratives on this. From everything I read. And like I read their stuff. I read their stuff because I wanted to, I didn't, I didn't want to just go in there and do ready, fire, aim. I read, so I'm reading their, from their sources. Schiff claiming he doesn't know the identity of the whistleblower. That's not even peeing on you and telling you it's raining, man. That is dropping a steamer in your face. I, I don't even want to tell you what that is. I mean, that's, that's just not even a political lie. You know what I'm saying? That, that is so beyond the bounds of 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 reality i it is i i it, i'm incredulous to it i mean it, it's bill clinton's it depends on what the definition of is is called and says ha, have you no shame sir I, I it's it is it is it's it's maybe the dumbest lie i've seen in my whole career because you can look back on other lies, George W. George H. W. Bush's "I am uh, uh, read my lips, no new taxes," or Barack Obama's "If you like your current plan, you can keep it." Maybe they even meant it at the time. Who knows? Who knows? Right? But those things became lies after the fact. Right? Once, once, once they once Obamacare came in, it became a lie after the fact. Once George H.W. Bush got elected, it became a lie after, and he signed in law at the time, the largest tax increase in American history, mm-hmm. that it became a lie after the fact. This is a lie as a fact. This, this, and, and, it, and it just, it, it shows this is freaking amateur hour. But this, this is, this, there's, there's, there's no 4D chess, there's no Godfather play. Th- let me tell you what's happened. It's exactly what I said on this show two weeks ago. 
They have to do this. That's my point. That they is- have to do this because their base isn't like you and I. Okay? Although I'm not really in the GOP base anymore. So their base is not like you in the GOP base. See, you guys, will you'll, you'll let them lie to you 52 times with show votes that they're going to repeal Obamacare. And then when they don't do it. You'll still, well, you know, we got to stop uh, training madness. Or, you know, we got, right? You'll come with the new evil that has to be stopped by voting for the same Republicans. Actually, you know what? I am in that base because I just did that last fall myself. So I'm counting me. I did, it, I did it too. Right. All right. So, you know, self-awareness is not dead after all. I just practiced some. All right. So this is how we roll over here. That's not how their side rolls. They know this. They know if they don't do this, Bill Maher's going on his show this weekend. And he's saying, I think Donald Trump is a crook. But if you can't get Democrats to do that, I'm making some money. Aren't you making money? We'll put up with him. He's gone after another couple of years anyway. So we'll put up with that goofy bastard for another couple of years. And we'll get somebody, we'll get a, we'll get a real lefty with some real balls. Screw those Democrats. Their base will do that. Ours won't. And they know this. And so do the so do the Republicans, and so this is their they they have to re, this is their repeal Obamacare they have to see it through they have to go all the way and it's got to be a clean cut quirky a clean cut it can't be some fake Paul Ryan technocratic repeal of Obamacare that's not a repeal because it leaves all the subsidies and, and and mandates in place right it can't no 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 their base won't have that at all they their base will have nothing more or nothing less than Mitch McConnell's Senate must vote up and down on orange man bad period They'll, and they will take nothing nothing less than that for an answer they know this and so they have to see this through they have two options they're both bad but one is cataclysmically bad the cataclysmically bad option is they don't they get power in the house they don't vote orange man bad and then they have an open revolt in their own base and they don't just lose the next election, they lose it bad, and they lose some of the, the inroads they just made in the midterms in the exact same time. They can't do that. They know this. I mean, Nancy Pelosi's going to have illegal alien dreamers from San Francisco taking dumps in her office, not in the streets outside of it, if they don't do this. She knows this. She knows. They have to see this through. The squad's going to be out there lighting themselves on fire. Or in the case of Ilan Omar, maybe she'll be lighting Jews on fire. They'll be lighting people on fire, some, some people they hate or themselves. They know this. They have to do it. So then there's the bad option, which is do this. Just get it done. Say we did it. Blame it on the Republicans in the Senate who don't support it. Run on Orange Man bad because we're not winning next year if the economy does hank anyway. We all know that. So we hope the economy tanks next year. No one remembers this episode. Like I tweeted out yesterday, you guys remember the Mueller report? Doesn't that seem like that was 27 years ago? Yeah. And it only uh, occupied us at levels of obsession for two full years. And it, 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 seems like, it seems like my kids weren't born when I read that. And I have a high school graduate living with me right now. <laughs> Right. That's what they're going to have to. And that's the bad option. The bad option is we just do this. We blow up our own. We, we blow up Trump's base against us. But we just have to hope the economy tanks next year. And so no one is remembering this in October of 2020. That's it. Yesterday made it very obvious that is the plan, that there is no plan. We just have to bite the bullet here. And that's the plan, biting the bullet and seeing it through so that Alyssa Milano doesn't destroy us on Twitter. That's the plan. I think it's pretty obvious after yesterday. If that's their best shot, and, and, and yeah, I still don't think you should trust the Republicans in the Senate. 
there's plenty of them that would like Trump gone. But not enough of them for a removal if that's their best foot forward. Not enough. You keep, no, there, there's nowhere near the political cover there. All right. And, and even if, and if that's not their best foot forward and they put that forward in public, then it just goes to show they can't pull this off either way. Right. So they're either, they're either bad at this or they, that's the, that's their best foot forward. Whatever, whichever one it is, Todd, the outcome of this is the same in my view. Yeah. Well, I, I, yesterday, as I said, and I told you before the show, it confirmed to me, but I, I more or less buy, bought your logic, but it was the badness of the effort yesterday that proved that they had to do it. And this is linked, of course, also to this ridiculous Salvation Army thing and to the other point you've been making for a long time. As bad as this is, this also goes to show as much as the, the progressivism is increasingly out of control and, and they can't help themselves, there's also this latent logic that they know connecting it over time for this for a full year to run on what they actually believe mm -hmm. this is for the time being this is actually also better than trying to explain why the salvation army is like yeah. the next branch of the nazis yes because on every on all the issues their base that those same that same base cares about they put themselves outside the american what has what has what has stymied elizabeth warren's growth as a candidate in the last month and a half she's being brutally honest about where right. she's at on the issues and people are like, whoa, either I'm like, I didn't believe that or I do believe it. But there, I know we can't win by being honest right. with people like right. that. Right. So that play. So so this is the other option. If they don't do this, what are they going to talk about? They have to talk about issues. And and ISIS is 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 the is is the Reichstag fire. And right. That's that, that's yes. where they're at. And so orange man bad it is then we'll see it through more in a moment. Please listen carefully. We've got a special offer for you. The world that we are living in is full of political uncertainty. We just talked about a good deal of it. And financial deception as well, fueled by overvalued stocks and bonds, which have created massive financial bubbles worldwide with one exception. And that's gold and silver. They've each held their, at their value over history better than any other asset class on earth. So here's today's amazing offer to illustrate our commitment to helping you protect your financial future. Our partners over at Swiss America have agreed to virtually give you one of the most popular precious metal U.S. coins ever minted well below cost for just $18.50 each. That's right, for less than 20 bucks. Delivered to you while supplies last. It's an exclusive offer to our Blaze listeners and viewers right now. But you've got to call Swiss America to get one of the most popular U.S. silver coins ever minted for less than 20 bucks, only $18.50. And, and why would a silver coin be popular? People think it's purdy. No. Uh, the reason why this U.S. silver coin is popular is because of its ROI. Take advantage of this offer right now. 800-289-2646. That's the number. 1-800-289-2646. One of the most popular U.S. silver coins ever minted for you, for you right now delivered to you for less than 20 bucks, $18.50. 800-289-2646. And now here's Aaron with three questions. We all have questions. Who am I? 
Why am I here? Where am I going? Who am I? A search and a question of identity. Why am I here? A question of meaning and purpose. Where am I going? Question of destiny. Some better than others. What sort of morality or proto-morality would you expect to find in a chimpanzee troop? Injecting some levity into the demise of Western civilization. It's three questions on the Steve Day Show. That's right, because we need a little bit of a break from the demise, the fall, the collapse of Western civilization. We need a break from the, uh, the drag queen madness. Is it just me or is that picking up? Like, it's everywhere now. I mean, the symbolism of Pissy Miles, I think that's how you say his name, mm-hmm. showing up at the impeachment here. I mean, that is, that's America right there. It's the new America. Yeah, I, right I'm a, you want a prediction? Next Super Bowl. Just like we saw this, because and why is the Super Bowl in this conversation? Because from a commercial marketing event, it is the biggest commercial marketing event in America every year. Most expensive commercials are purchased in that every year. It's the largest television audience in America every single year. It is the biggest singular commercial marketing event in our country every year is the Super Bowl. And so remember after we had Windsor and we had, um, uh, what was the second one I'm thinking of? On the marriage ruling. Yeah. Okay. Um, remember how we were inundated. Oh, Obergefell. Obergefell, thank you. Inundated the next couple of Super Bowls. Like, like there weren't like any straight families left in America. Yep. Kind of inundated yep. by corporate America. That's coming with drag queens in, yep. in this coming Super it's Bowl. Everywhere. Yeah. It's just you everywhere. And one, you, one out of every three commercials you're going to see is somebody who's mentally ill or disturbed about their gender. Yeah. Mark it down. First they came for the libraries. Yes. Yeah. All right, today's three questions is going to be kind of uh, merged and fused with Theology Thursday since Mike Woody is coming in for the full hour next hour. So three questions, all kind of from uh, an apologetics and a practical kind of theological uh, question standpoint. This first question, uh, there's the question and then there's the real question here. (laughs) Question number one is, who was Cain's wife? The real question, though, is... Is there a general rule that you kind of tell people or keep in mind for questions like these? These kind of gotcha questions mm-hmm. when there's no direct answer in Scripture. How do you respond to those who try to trap you like this or maybe are asking in good faith? Is this a Protestant riddle or something that I need to know about? I need you mean to be... you gotcha questions? Well, is this like a un... – am it, I missing it, something? Yeah, or... Well, I, I don't know. You guys don't have people walk up to you guys with these kinds of gotcha questions? I don't know. I'm asking. Or are your gotcha questions like, well, what about the Crusades? Are those kind of, is that your well, kind of gotcha yeah, questions? I'm just, is there any now, inside baseball be, I'm missing? Th- That's this all this I'm may saying. be a Sola Scriptura thing where if, if, if you're a Protestant and you cling to Sola Scriptura, meaning scripture alone is the final authority on discerning, knowing, defining uh, the will of God for our lives, for his creation, et cetera. Okay. So if you're a Sola Scriptura adherent, then like, I don't, feel any compulsion to defend the crusades first of all i wasn't alive in the 1200s uh secondly all the history you know about them are wrong um and then thirdly um if if we're going to even even if you had the worst historical interpretation of those events if you're going to say that um one black eye on an ideology or a philosophy or a belief system uh from five six hundred years ago disqualifies it forever then you're going to end up believing nothing so the whole thing is a fallacy okay um but in this case if you're going to be solo scriptor you're going to get questions like this i will always respond with why why do you care 
Why do you want to know the answer to that question? Of all of the profound, life-changing truths that the Bible presents, why did you choose to ask me about yeah, that's, this? That's what's behind my question. I, is, is there like some controversy going on on no. social media no, I don't no, know no, about? The, the, the controversy is most Protestants don't understand what it means. And you know what? Let me scratch that. Most Christians don't understand what it means to have a ready defense for the hope that you have. All right. If if if, if Saint Peter wrote those words, if 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 Peter thought that it was necessary, um, you know, to define where Cain's wife came from, in order to defend the Christian faith, he would have said before saying "crucify me upside down." He would have said, "And first, Cain's genealogy, and then crucify me upside down." But since he didn't. It just went right with crucify me upside down. I'm going to go ahead and presuppose that someone who died for the Christian faith for me to have might be a better model on what is a priority to focus our apologetic efforts on than uh, Pez Dispenser 69 me on a Reddit forum. Just saying. So that's where I'm at, which I always go back to, why do you need to know the answer to this? Why are you asking me about this? Now, I have had very seldom, like 96.5% of the time when I get questions like this, is the person a truly searching skeptic? They're a scoffer. A scoffer and a skeptic are not the same thing, okay? They're, they're a scoffer. They, they don't want to believe. Their hearts are hardened. So be it. Move on to the next town. But for the, when you run into 2 to 3% of people when they ask questions like this that are the true skeptics, all right, this is now where, you, I, where I believe in practicing a hierarchy of values, okay? For, for example, did your parents tell you everything about their family? Everything. Like years later, you found out that uh, Grandpa Jessup marched with the Klan. And mom and dad didn't tell you that Grandpa Jessup and in, in 1858 helped uh, you know, was a founding member of a clan chapter in the home state of Indiana. Mom and dad didn't tell you that. But, but elsewhere, mom and dad imparted great wisdom to you and you saw them do their best to live out that same wisdom in their life. Does the fact you found out something that, that, of, 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 that doesn't line up with what your own preferred narrative of your genealogy suddenly cast aspersions on the credibility of everything mom and dad shared with you, modeled for you, and then lived out in front of you all those years. What, what would a normal person's answer to that be? No. No. Okay. Similarly, tell me, tell me what truth of the Bible you're uncomfortable with or hasn't been revealed to you that you think should take precedence over the fact that God sent his son to this planet to die the death for your sins you should have died, to pay the penalty for your evil you should have paid, and put himself in your place when you didn't deserve that, and then rose from the grave so that you could join him in eternity, which you also do not deserve. Tell me, tell me what, what uncomfortability Okay, uh, there, there's just one uh, line of secession in in one of the, in, in First and Second Kings doesn't like okay, that's been debunked before, but we'll we'll go with that. We'll just go with it. So, 
that matters to you more than how do I escape hell? Might I suggest that the problem, therefore, is not the Bible, sir, but you? That's my answer. Todd? I'm, is that... Is, you got this question from somebody, Aaron? No. No, these I, questions do formulated come up. Yeah, they do come from, up. From the, uh, from yeah. the pit of my, my brain. Yeah. Okay, no, I'm, I'm fascinated. No, you should have stopped from I, the pit. Stopped there. Yeah. Because they, they come up, these kind of questions okay, come then. up more frequently than you probably realize. Yeah. At least they do to, in our circles. I yeah. think I, I stand with what you said. Okay. Yeah, I would say this as well. I mean, um, the, the point that the, you drill down to the, to the essence of, of, of the answer to this question, which is, this is not what the, the Bible, the point of the Bible is not about the true location of Mount Ararat. It's not about who who Cain's uh, wife is. It's not about, uh, uh, you know, was the word it properly translated throughout? No, the point of the Bible is the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ as a propitiation for our mm-hmm. sins. That's the point yep. of God's word. Yep, that's the main so, point. Yeah, that's the main, yes. that's the main yep. point. Yep. So I'm actually going to flip the, the next question around as well because I think this actually ties in great with the end, with the end of that question. So you talk a lot about open hand and close hand uh, mm-hmm. issues. What determines in your mind and in your faith which doctrines are fundamental and which are more open handed? I don't determine those. What, the the what the fundamentals are things that were predetermined before um, were predetermined for me. So the things that were predetermined for me are the fundamentals. The things that are matters of conscience or further study or exegetical analysis or hermeneutical conclusion, those are matters of the open hand. For Can I give you an example? So several years ago, when I was first beginning to exert a lot of political influence here in Iowa, the, the, a gentleman who represented the GOP establishment, who was kind of their wannabe godfather, took me to lunch and tried to win me over. And uh, asked me things like, uh, would you like to have a relationship with me? And I looked at him and I said, well, you know, this is only our first date. You know, I mean, uh, let, let, you know, did he really say that? He literally said those exact words. And that was my exact reply, as a matter of fact. Yes. And one of the things he said to me was, um, so, oh, because he wanted to know where I was coming from and what I believed. He didn't understand that my primary driving motivation was not to, to, to take power away from him so that I could have it. He couldn't understand that. Because I, I kept reiterating, I don't want another job. I don't, I don't want to do this. You do it. You like it. I'm, I'm perfectly happy if you do what I want you to do and what, what my audience thinks is right. And you make, you make all kinds of money doing it. I don't care. And you'll never have a better friend than me. I don't want to come to your meetings. I don't want to run the show. I don't want to get involved. I want to get up and go to work come home and play with my kids. Then when my kids go to bed, I want to play with my wife. Wash, rinse, repeat the next day. That's what I want to do. I don't want to do this. And he couldn't understand this. He couldn't understand that I'm just not, that, that I wasn't using my beliefs to, 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 to replace him in a place of prominence, but that I didn't want his place. I'd be just fine if he did it without me. Just did what was right. And so finally he said to me, he goes, so let me get this straight. You, you think that you're driven by what you think the Bible teaches and then you are like trying and he like looked at me like quizzically, you know, like, and then like, you're like trying to like, you know, have a society based on that. 
And I said after this, after an hour and a half, yeah, that was it. And he goes, well, how do you know you're interpreting the, you know, the, the Bible correctly all the time? And I looked at him and I said, what part, uh, well, what part of don't murder innocent people do you think requires further interpretation? I'm not, I'm not asking government to hold, to, dis, to dis, determine, is it communion or the Eucharist? Is it full immersion that, that, or, or sprinkle? I'm not, no. I'm talking about basic moral philosophies. What, what part of um, don't murder innocent people requires further analysis? Meaning, what's the hierarchy of value here? What's, what's, what's predetermined here? The things that are predetermined for us are the fundamentals. When we start believing we're determining the fundamentals, that's actually a form of legalism. I know that we love legalism. We, we only think legalism is snooty people and, and, and you know, with, 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 their, with their underwear up too far up their butt crack, looking down their noses at everybody and being good little Pharisees. That's, that's actually not what it is. Legalism is the elevation of, of, it's what we studied in our Bible study in Colossians earlier this year, the elevation of human tradition and philosophy as on par or superior to that which God has clearly revealed. That's what it is. So to me, the fundamentals are the things that are predetermined, Todd. Yes. And then, I mean, here, sometimes it's, I, I bring up Catholic asides. There's an unavoidable Catholic answer from my perspective on this. And it's what I've talked about before, but it's the, it's scripture tradition, Big T, and the Magisterium in combination and how they ultimately reflect the Christ life specifically. Yeah, uh, and, and I uh, kind of along the lines of, of the last question as well, anything relating, pertaining to, directly to the gospel uh, of Jesus Christ, God's work through his son, that is of fundamental import. That is, that is a fundamental as well. Those things which God has explicitly, his explicit law, that is fundamental as well. So, and again, on matters of conscience and things like that, absolutely, those are, um, you know, those might be of as much import, but they are not necessarily fundamental as well, where there is, there can be some room for grace and gray area as well. All right, final question. This one is more practical as well, and we have like three minutes left. So this is going to have to be really fast. Uh, how can a Christian dis- discern between taking courageous action and waiting on the Lord? For example, a large life decision, who to marry, what career to pursue, things of that nature. Impossible to answer this quickly, and, and I don't think it's blanket. I think you have to look at and pray through every situation individually. But, but if you're looking for one quick general rule, always check your motivations. That's it. Always check your motivations. To whom... To, you know, choose this day whom you will serve. That's a challenge, Joshua, issues of motivation. All right, so what's the motivation for doing this? All right, and, and who, who am I attempting to glorify? Who am I attempting to serve by doing so? You know, but other than that, I'd be uncomfortable giving any other further specifics without looking at each individual situation individually. Yeah, and in terms of how to work through that individually, I, I think you need to take both sides and be brutally honest following them through to their logical confusion and c- c- confusion <laughs> conclusion or confusion to see which one uh, brings you to your knees more in ways that diminish your pride to scare you more. You've, you've got to be willing to go to that place, at least for a start. Yeah. 
and uh, yep, motivation first. My general, my general rule. It, so if you've checked your motivations and you can't determine that they're just uh, self-centered, you know, may, pu- putting yourself in the, the shoes of uh, or in the place of God, that they're just purely of your own selfish motivations. If you've determined or you can't determine that for sure, then just walk through doors and you you trust trust um, that that God will close them or open them as uh, as it is. I've literally prayed that many times. And to what your point, I think, that you made was really good, too. For example, it could be very courageous for you to go and try to take a hill. But it it, it really wasn't what, what God had in mind whatsoever. So you're yeah. so a lot of bravery out there, but you're all dead, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. So very brave, and we will remember you in the obits, okay? But but it, 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 it was your plan, yeah. not God's. And the frustrating thing, and, and the thing, though, where I think of, I've seen a lot of people grow in their faith, though, is when they start to walk through the, the door, and they get like one foot through it, and then it closes, and that's that can be frustrating, but always... I mean, I don't think if you've determined that your motivations are not selfish, there's no there's no bad outcome of just trying to walk through doors, not forcing your way, but just trying to walk through doors in faith. So. Right, because if your motivations aren't selfish, then ultimately you're not looking for a specific exactly. outcome. Right? All right, we'll come back. Our good friend Mike Woody is going to be here to take us to the movies, holiday movie preview, and probably some smack talk next. And we are back with Hour 2, live and on demand here on Blaze TV radio and podcast. By the way, if you are listening to us today via the podcast, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a five-star review wherever you podcast from. Now, if you don't like the show, we wouldn't ask you to lie. All right? But maybe just keep that knowledge to yourself. Okay? Now, if you kind of like the show, we would ask you to embellish it all the more. Like, if you think we're a three-star, you know, maybe just throw in an extra star. I mean, you know, why not? You know, it's a participatory event here. So the more of those five-star reviews we get, the more the algorithms like us. I know it doesn't make much sense to me either. It would seem to me like they would help us to find people when we need help, not when we're actually, you know, succeeding. But... Yeah, that's the way it works. So the more of those that you guys send us our way, the more the algorithms help us to find more people like you. And then the more likely that our paychecks will continue to cash two times a month. And that's key around here because let's face it, if you listen to the show for any extended amount of time, you know that other than Aaron's burgeoning talent for building in tables with his bare hands, uh, there's, there's really not much else we could do for a living. And so it's this or... Um, we're probably pooping in the streets in Nancy Pelosi's district, which is legal now. All right, so thank you to the thousands of you that have sent us those five-star reviews already. Uh, This portion of the show brought to you by our friends over at Keeps who know that losing your hair sucks. But what you may not know is the cause of your hair loss could be a hormone called DHT. Here's a possible solution. The FDA has approved two hair treatment products that help control your DHT while preventing hair loss. It's even triggered hair regrowth in a good percentage of guys as well. But up until now, those products were expensive and required a doctor visit, but not anymore. Keeps offers you the generic versions of those two FDA-approved hair products. So not only are they 90% effective, but they're totally affordable. All right, and now you can save your hair without ever leaving your couch, answer a few questions, snap a few pics of your hair, and a licensed doctor will review your info and recommend the right hair loss treatment for you, and then it's shipped discreetly to your door. So if you're tired of losing your hair, 
Try this special offer. A free online doctor consult and 50% off of your first order. That's right. Half off, 50% your first order when you go to keeps.com slash why. Keeps.com slash why. 50% off of your first order right now at keeps.com slash why. Without further ado, he is here. Our good friend. That's right. Mike Woody is here to take us to the movies. It is good to see you, my friend. How are you? I've been well. I've yeah. been very well. But by the way, now not let me jump in quick. Mm-hmm. This whole podcast and the star system that you're, you're trying to yes, very very close to a quid pro quo. Very close. But you know what? I'm going to own it. In fact, we will even let Ukrainians. If you're listening to us right now from the Ukraine. All right. Um, if you're a Russian bot, we'll take your help as well. We will take all the five-star reviews we possibly can. <laughs> and in exchange, we promise to continue to broadcast at the same level of talent and integrity that you are accustomed to. I, I think that's a that's a deal that's too good to pass up, Mike. You might even go home from this show and give us a five-star review on a podcast platform, right? Do you know what a podcast is, Mike? I've heard of them. Yeah. Have I ever listened to a podcast? I, I'm going to guess no. 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 You know what, though? I got I, stuff going on. I, I'm I'm getting close. Now. I'm 46 now. You know? Wow. I know. When you and I, that means you and I have been doing this for 20 years, if you can believe this. <sighs> 20 years. Hence the uh, hair problem. Yeah, the ads okay. have changed. Yes. They're a little different now. I, I've, already, I've already told the marketing team I am drawing a line at any blue pills. I'm not doing those. All right? <laughs> Got to salvage some shred of dignity here and what I'm, the products we're promoting. I'm sure Amy okay. appreciates that too. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know. It's weird because like the older they get, the more anxious they are. And then the old, yeah, well, that's a topic Stop. for another thing. Um, but um, where was I? Oh yeah, bagging on you. So I got to be careful with that though because like my kids are like asking me about Snapchat and stuff and I'm just like, no, no, I'm out. Yeah, I know. You know, I, I, and Instagram. Nah. Zoe's all over me. I've got to get an Instagram account, and I probably do. And corporate would probably like me to get one over at the Blaze too. But I'm just like, I'm old man yelling at a cloud right now. Now, I, I mean, I'm on Facebook and Twitter. That's enough, man. Got to get you a TikTok account. Actually, yeah, yeah. And I, I actually know what that is because it was originally called Musically. And my kids used to go on there and, and lip sync their music videos, and they were adorable. And I and like Noah had like the whole. Um, Oh, who's the guy that just actually married um, Stephen Baldwin's uh, daughter? Who am I thinking of? The pop star. Oh, Bieber. Yeah, Justin Bieber. Yes. Noah had. I'm like- ashamed that I know that. Why did you look at me? <laughs> wow. Why did you look at me? Oh man, Aaron. Sorry. Oh, I set him up right there. Did you see what I did? Nux. Yes. Still got it. <laughs> Still got it. So uh, Justin, uh, he had, Noah like had when he was little had like the whole Justin Bieber rap from one of his songs. He like had it memorized. And it was just adorable, like little four-year-old Noah out there mouthing all the words to Justin Bieber rap. And I would put these on our, my Facebook page, and Facebook would always take them down for copyright infringement because of this, the song was copyrighted, you know? So I, yeah. I couldn't, like, put a video of my kids, lip, like, like lip-syncing the songs. So that's why I do know what Musical.ly is now called TikTok. I do know what that is. That's what it is, right? Yeah, it's a tool, apparently, that the Chinese are using to spy on us. Well, then it's also that. 
Okay, on top of everything else. So how you been, Mike? As you can see, why did Mike not, come in again? Not, wow. As Michael, as you can see, not much has changed around here. I just came to see we, if the road road construction was still going on. <laughs> did I, you manage to get in? Yeah, I, I parked like seven miles away and just hiked in. This was done to find out who truly wants to be here, who truly wants to be in this office complex. That's what I was thinking as I was. Yes, trudging it is here. easier to break out of a Turkish prison. Than it is for us to get to work here. And, and and the truth of the matter is on any given day, we don't know which path is required for us to get into this parking lot. And that's only a slight exaggeration. All right. But it, it, we haven't seen you since what? This uh, spring? Right? Yeah. I come for the summer the movie. Summer, summer movie. So twice and, a year. Yeah. Okay. So for those of you that are new to the show, I mean, Michael and I have been doing this since, you know, I was a, a local sports talk radio guy. In fact, this when I got fired from my first job, one of the requirements of oh, my next God. job, and this is true story. One of the requirements, well, there were two requirements. One was I could never actually share my actual beliefs on issues. I totally just disregarded that, just nodded my head and then never obeyed it. And then the other requirement, though, I figured I couldn't get away with disobeying both of them. All right. So the second one I did obey, which was I had to pick up uh, Mike Woody as my movie reviewer. And then lo and behold, we actually enjoyed doing this together somewhat for many, many years. And then you just kind of followed me around every time I went to a platform. Some of the, there may have been a couple of them. I called you up and said, I think we should continue doing this. Maybe. I followed you, you know, But I prefer the narrative of you following me. That seems like. A, just like a little puppy. I, I like that one Steve, better. Steve, are we going down the hall now? Yeah, yes, we can. That, and, and this is the era of we can just have alternative facts and determine our own narratives. So I prefer the narrative that I self-identify as the narrative of it. You just followed me everywhere I went. That's, yeah, that's exactly how it worked. Right. And so now you're kind of semi-retired. No. I wish. From like this, though. Oh, from this? From this, though. Yes. Yeah. Right. yeah. And so now we just do this a couple of times a year, the peak movie seasons before the, well, now it's not even summer now. Like this summer movie season starts like the last week of April now. Right. right? All right. So we do this in the spring, and then we do this again in, in the fall as we look forward to the holiday movie season. And the spring is your favorite. And the fall is mine. Yeah, but but I still like plenty of movies this time of year. In fact, I want to ask you about one. These are the movies that have to use your brain, though. You don't like those. Not. Uh, I like more of them as I'm getting older. Okay. Wow. But you but are I, growing up. But here's the problem: is the propaganda within them is getting so oh, clumsy and ham-fisted that it insults my intelligence now. You know, and I'm just like, lie to me better. That I could I could I could write you better lot your your lies better than 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 you have put in this film. I do want to ask you about a movie that's already out, though. All right. I'm, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but I'm thinking of going and seeing it this afternoon, actually. Okay? All right. It's the Harriet Tubman movie. Have you seen it? Yeah. Is it good? It's a great story. Her story is great, but the, but the way the movie tells it, not so much? Um, if you believe that she dressed really well and she was always really clean and, and proper looking, yeah, sure. It's, you think it's, that she stopped off at a Von Mar or Yonkers on the on the Underground Railroad, maybe? Or have you ever watched a Disney Channel movie? Yeah, like okay. seven thousand of them. All right, it's kind of like a Disney Channel movie. Everybody's really squeaky clean and and everything's so bright. And this is slavery. These people are covered in mud. They're working. They're being beaten. Little does he know he's talking me into actually saying this. <laughs> I just, I, I think people should see it because it's a great story. I uh-huh. just, I wish they you had done it. You thought the execution it. was off. I think they should have done it better. So like, um, what was the movie Matthew McConaughey was in a couple of years ago? The Jones County movie? Yeah. That I think is one of the most underrated movies of all time. The secret, Free, straight, Free, State Free State of, of Jones. Jones. The Free State yeah. of Jones, yeah. I think the, I missed that Okay, one. that movie is so good yep. that um, when I tweeted about how good it is, the forehead uh, one of who's the Clinton advisor that Rush Limbaugh used to call the forehead, Paul, 
Begala? Paul Begala actually retweeted back to me, all right, about how much he loved the movie too. That's how good that movie is, is I got a helmet sticker from Paul Begala. Wow. All right, because we both loved that movie. You've never seen it? No. All right. You have to watch it. Every, I think it's still on Netflix. All of you watching this show or listening right now, you have to see Free State of Jones by Matthew McConaughey. My wife, her family grew up in that part of Mississippi, knows the story and the history very well. A lot of her family still lives there. And that movie is incredible. And, it, it, and you're going to think, why didn't more people see this movie and why wasn't it nominated for a bunch of awards? And I don't really know why. I can't, I don't know why. There's one scene, and I can't, what's the guy's name? Hershey, Holly, what's his name? Mahershala Ali. The actor I love, and I can't remember oh, yeah. his name. I love this guy. That's why I can't believe okay. you didn't see this movie. He's in this movie, and 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 he he drops a line in that movie, man. That, you know what, what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. And I mean, I choked up right there in the, it, the, just the timing of his delivery, the impact of it. Man, I mean, I had, I almost broke down emotionally when he dropped this. So I could not recommend this movie higher, highly enough. If Paul Begala and I agree, here's what you at least know. You at least know this. It's either so terrible it's worth watching just to see how a movie can be this bad, or it has to be great. It's not just going to be okay. If Paul Begala, especially given the subject matter, if Paul Begala and I agree that this is a transformational movie, then it's either so terrible it's worth panning, to watch or you're like how did i miss this from four years ago okay i'll check it out and let you know on valentine's day when we do the summer preview. okay all right that, okay now you kind of have to do that nowadays yes well, one other thing before we yep. get going yep the lighthouse oh my gosh <laughs> I, I, one of the worst movies i have ever paid to see now it's not as bad as the sherlock holmes movie that um well, Will Ferrell. Uh, Will Ferrell did last year. Oh, yes. Okay, here's the thing, though. I, I went to see that specifically because I knew how bad it was. Yeah. And I just wanted to see, could a movie with this many talented people be this bad? It was more of a rubbernecking experience. So I went in knowing how atrocious it was. Right. right? And I will tell you, the movie absolutely lived down to all of your expectations. And, and, and several times, as Amy and I were the only two people sitting in the theater watching, several, so we could just have an out loud conversation about it. Several times, I looked, we, we literally looked, looked at each other and said, did they not know in the middle of making it that, they, that it was this bad? Like, did they not stop and self-correct and like, guys, we got to do some rewrites. This isn't working out. How could they have not known that movie was bad, right? Okay. Follow the money. So I, I, I knew that movie was going to be that bad. But it's, it would be, it's up there with Robin Hood Men in Tights, which is the only film I've ever walked out of. That was a great movie. All right. <laughs> and, and it's one of the worst movies I've ever paid to see. I fell asleep. It is the first time I have fallen asleep in a theater since I was 10 years old and my mom took me to see The Secret of Nim. All right. That was the last time I fell which asleep. Which is a great movie. It was the last time I fell asleep in a theater. That was 35 years ago. I, I that movie, Amy's like I. We were so walking out, but I didn't know what to do because Amy. If if Amy gets bored in a movie for like five minutes, she'll fall asleep and has done it all her marriage. So if the movie doesn't constantly hold her attention, she's out. I got to nudge her. All right, if there's any downtime at all, yeah. she's out. She's she's like I was ready to walk out of this movie on at least two occasions, and but when I went to grab you, you were asleep and I didn't know what to do because the first time you've ever fallen asleep on me in a theater, that movie is direct. How did it win all these awards? Who watched this movie? I went to this, I went to the theater where it was playing. Did, 
Did you see it? Yeah, I at did. The, at I, the floor? I saw it at Jordan Creek. Okay. I was yeah, going to say, you didn't cross that's, yeah, that's, that's 63rd. A, that's you? on the poor side of town. I don't go over there, Mike. So you know, I'm I, a big I, successful host now. I don't do stuff like that. I like to go. That's where I live. You're an employee, by the way. Uh, a lot of times. Would you like some cake? I've got, I've got some spare cake. I brought some leftovers from the house. It's from last year's uh, celebration. I, a lot of times. It's called, I, it's called plebeian. Would you like a piece? It's hey, our favorite flavor. I'm sorry. Attention. Attention. I'm sorry. I'm bagging He's here time. every day. I know. I know, but he's made it you, so easy. And the dude code said, make him suffer for throwing himself out there. Like you've, only, you've only got me to kick around for like You're an right. hour. You're right. Tricky Dick's only here twice a year. You're right. So go ahead. I go to the theater to see another movie, and the guy goes, oh, you got to see The Lighthouse. It's the best movie I've seen all year. Every time I've been back to that theater since, including two days ago, I said, you owe me two hours of my life. It was horrible. I went on, the movie was so bad. I went online just to see what people on like Rotten Tomatoes who had actually seen it. Yeah. And the, and the most common con, com, comment was, I went to the theater owner and demanded my money back and got it. Willem it Dafoe naked. See, I, I, I must I, have slipped through that part of it. I, I can't. That, that's probably when Amy was walking out and looked over and I was. <laughs> see, I wish I had fallen asleep because then I would have been mad if I wo- it was. Do you, I, do you, do you know what it was about? Like, I have no idea. I don't know what it was about. There was like, there was like naked mermaids flying around and then like, oh uh, no, let's, let's just move on. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that movie's terrible. It, you know what it kind of reminded me of now this movie's better. <laughs> you can't move on. I can't us. <laughs> I wanted to like that movie. You know how much I love get out. That movie is about nothing. I, if, in fact, I am convinced that they did it as a purposeful troll. They're like, dude, we got these white libs to love our movie where we trolled them. Let's just just start like having plot points that don't match and just start throwing stuff up there. And, the, and, and, and we're going to make $150 million on a movie that makes no sense. And that is the movie Us by Jordan Peele. That movie's terrible. You know, I did better than the first one. Uh you're also the only man in Iowa who voted for John Kasich in the last caucuses. I just took Take the sticker drink. off, Mike. I just, took, I just took the sticker off last month. He finally gave up the goat. You know what happened? He walked out of Lighthouse and he said, enough. I've suffered enough indignities tonight. This Kasich sticker has to go. I, I think it's funny that Aaron like actually did show prep and stuff for this and got some some probably pretty cool trailers on this. And we're talking about like the secret of Nim. Oak, which is a great movie. We only see each other twice a year. Now we gotta right, catch let's, up. Let's, let's get to it. Let's get into it. All right, let's get to it. All right, all right. Because I don't even know what movies you have chosen to review, which will be half the fun as I pan even the ones you chose oh, yeah, to highlight. I, I I find ones that will deliberately okay. irritate you. Of course you did. All, all right. right, Aaron. So, if, 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 we if the you first went, one, if yep. you went in the order, I okay. yep, we're going. Okay. To the, all right, here's the order. first movie. Let's Mike go. wants to preview for the holidays. After 9/11, everyone was scared. Scared it might happen again. Obvious terrorism. Attack. It was my second day of grad school. Next day, I changed all my classes to national security. Morning, Dan. Morning, Senator. Have you seen the story today in the New York Times? Evidently, the CIA destroyed tapes of interrogations of Al-Qaeda detainees. I want to find out what was on the tapes and why they were destroyed. No paper. Paper is a way of getting people in trouble at our place. At our place, paper is how we keep track of laws. Last night I found this. He's detaining number 24. Have you guys used this thing long No, we watched the video. They waterboarded him 183 times. 11, Everything they got from him 13, was either a lie or something they already had. If it works, why do you need to do it 183 times? Maybe when the report comes out, people will finally see that. 
Five all right, we're not going to watch all two minutes of every trailer. So Doesn't this is, Annette Benning make a nice uh, Diane Feinstein? Diane Feinstein. Well, hopefully, hopefully this effort at turning a hero into Diane Feinstein works better than her um, her, her Kavanaugh witnesses from this time a year ago. All right. So, so Christmas we're rolling out with um, the terrorists deserved more sympathy. Uh, bah humbug. It's, is that that that's that's we're rolling with that for Christmas? Not for Christmas. It okay. actually is supposed to open this weekend. I didn't see it on the release schedule for okay. Des Moines. So, but I think it's on Amazon Prime starting maybe next week. Okay, I'll take poor timing that's, for a movie release for a thousand dollars, Alex. They missed your window on this. This is like a two thousand and nine movie, and we're a little late on this right now. That movie's gonna do terribly. I agree. It will do and terribly. It's yeah. not because I, there's a point in there that's. A, well written. If it works, why does it have to be done 183 times for it to have a conversation on a show like this? Or, but sure. you, the reason they make that cinematically is to totally pervert and ignore the fact that you know when you are responding to an act like 9/11, yep. you know you you don't. There's no perfect fire drill for that, and then you have to go back and look at it. They're gonna just America is the bad guys. It, it's. And I like I it's like a film the, by Jeremy yeah. Corbyn. And it's, it's the clip of the of, of the of the potential future British Prime Minister yeah. that we had on the show earlier today talking about well we violated international law by killing Osama bin Laden and al Baghdadi before yeah. they could have you know a trial at the World Court yeah. kind of crap. And so you end up wasting the talents. Uh, I like the tone of the feel of the movie. I like Soderbergh. I like um, I like Soderberg. I like Kylo I, Ren as yep, a dramatic actor. Yep. I like all of it. But this and I'm is, not even I, and 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 you know our show is not even you know. Uh, post 9-11 jingoistic America mall cop we don't even we we, we I pretty re- adamantly yeah. actually reject that notion of foreign policy but I can I can just see from the trailer in the first minute you're yeah. not trying to have that broader yeah. conversation it's gonna be smug see yeah. that's why I yeah. love you're, you're, coming you're, here you're, you're redoing, I know you guys have open minds about this you're, stuff you're, you're, and you that, don't prejudge that, movies that, that movie is that movie is I am I, I, I have a very open mind to prejudge these movies but do you think I'm, it's gonna okay? put, make the point it looks like it's gonna be a, to a, a broad a, audience Amazon original version no, of, of a Dick Cheney no. movie it was Vice. not made for a broad audience no well that then it's just preaching to the choir that, that's that small yeah, I mean, my, it might be a story that needs to be told. I don't it's, know. It's, I you agree know what that is, that. man? That's, that's, that's the lefty version. You know what? Dinesh D'Souza <laughs> must, might as well just do a movie with, that has just nothing but bombs exploding over Baghdad and call it, hell yeah. I mean, that's what that movie is. Yeah, I that's what it is for the other side. Aaron wanted 10 movies, and I said, okay, The Report or Frozen 2? So we got the report. Okay. Right. I mean, why not? Well, you're right. Why, yeah. don't, don't do what is the feminine version of Star Wars. Right, because when I took Zoe to see Frozen, I realized why it was so powerful. This is Star Wars for chicks. It's very similar in terms of in terms of its chicks. approach, but it's in and, and the marketing and the licensing. If I was a if I was of this age, but a girl, I would have done with Frozen what we did as boys with Star Wars in our generation. That's what it's for, and they're pretty much doing that. Yep. So you're right. Don't but don't touch on that. Which our which our audience probably have a lot more interest in. Aaron, so, what's, it's good to see nothing's Aaron, changed what's, what's with Mike next, Woody. Aaron, let's go with the next movie. Ford Hopefully it is v better. Ferrari. Ooh. How long we know each other? This does look good. Oh, thank you. Have you seen this yet? No, it comes out tomorrow. Six, six, no, six, six o'clock tonight <laughs> at the IMAX. I, I, I this does look good. You just shut your mouth and let me do my thing. All right, 
I love how the wife just comes out here and grabs the lawn chair to watch him slug it out. I'll go to hell. Now see this I'm into. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is wow. like an you event. guys actually. I'm know all that about. I'm all I, about an event that Americans don't care about that the world likes. I'm but then, but then, check we, mark yeah. this when one. we decide yeah. to get involved, we kick their ass anyway. You know the story. You this know the story. Is, this I don't, is but I want to know it. Yeah. I want to know it just from watching the trailer. I want to know the story. It was just. I mean, yeah. So this it's is a story. this is a plus, and the first one was a minus. Okay. Yes. We'll, we'll keep scoring. Like if you want to get me to watch soccer, that's how you would do it. If if there was like I hate the sport, but if you had like a, if, if if we were great at it, well, without being total douchebags like the women's team. So like if we were like just great at it, <laughs> not and, wrong, and went and went out there and just punked the world, I'd watch all ninety minutes, even the, even the even the inevitable penalty kicks, I'd watch. See, now, I don't. To me, I even get more satisfaction out of out of pimp slapping them at the stuff that the third world countries care about that we don't you know what we're just gonna mess around and get a triple double in your sand in your sandbox too how you like them apples we're america see now this i think this I is a that. story that a lot of people don't i don't know anything about this story no did i neither so i, I. i'm a great story i'm yeah. pumped to find out fine actors yeah. the chemistry between the two of them in the trailer is a spot on yeah. i'm in i'm in i'm okay. definitely gonna see that movie Whew. all right so we're one for two wow all yeah. right movie number I three like my grade point michael oh. wants to highlight I like your GPA. Nice. Hello, neighbor. No, you're going to have a problem with no, this? No, this trailer is incredible. Hey, I'm looking for Fred Rogers. In here. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? The casting here is so obvious. Yeah. And it's like you could not envision another human being on Earth playing this role. Yeah. My neighbor. You know, an actor with a, who's a big enough name, but earnest enough, Hello, who is unifying enough to pull off. Now, did this this guy's story? Did you see the documentary from last year? I did not, but I heard no, people I heard said excellent. it was phenomenal. Oh, you will, you will just. If that's your free state of Jones, I've got to watch that. You will cry okay. just because he's such a nice man. Okay, and we need. Yeah. A little more of this yeah, in our world I today. don't disagree with you. Don't okay. disagree with you on that. So we got... Yeah, I think that movie looks tremendous. It's got best Oscar nomination for Tom Hanks written all over it. Two pluses and a minus. Yeah. Hey, hey. Right, should we tell people the release dates? Because Ford versus Ferrari is this weekend. Is this weekend. Okay. Um, next weekend is Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. So that's... So basically pre-Thanksgiving is when it's coming yes, out. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Let's go to movie number four. Your father died protecting this city. They've been running this trailer since the Avengers Endgame uh-huh. because it's by the um, it's by the brothers that did the uh, the um, an Endgame and world. Infinity yeah. War movie. What happened? Worst day in eighteen years. Fall is a good cops? time for heavy drama. Why are we here? I think There's this is a good trailer. Robbery. I think it's a compelling story. Wow! What is it? I haven't seen it. You've not seen this? No. 21 Bridges. They have been running this trailer into the ground. J.K. Simmons, how do you not see a movie with J.K. Simmons in it? But what, what, I haven't, I didn't get out to the the movies. The plot of the, the basic plot from what we can see from the trailers is um, uh, Chadwick Boseman plays a young man whose dad is a decorated cop and is killed in the line of duty. And he's a New York detective. Yes. And so he vows he's going to follow in his father's footsteps and his specialty is going after cop killers. That's his specialty. All right, and he's like he's basically the Rambo cop on of NYPD when it comes to go, investigating and taking down cop killers. And kind of the his shtick is 
often they don't make it to trial, if you know what I'm saying. All right, they, they tend to go down in a, in a firefight, wink, wink, nod, nod. All right? And so there's a massive drug deal that leads to the killing of a whole bunch of cops. Yeah. Right? And so he's brought in to find out who did this. And, but then he starts investigating the matter and realizes this one may not be as cut and dried okay. as, as, yeah, as, as, some, as a lot of the other cop killer cases yeah. that he's done. Is that kind of a good summation? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think it looks pretty interesting. I do. What Is I that, saw, yeah. I was just hoping the movie would come out like three months ago so they'd stop I thought showing it, the trailer. I, I thought it already came out. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this trailer has been run into the ground because it debuted in late April with, with, Endga- with, en- yeah, with Endgame. Yeah, I think so. And I mean, I haven't seen a movie that this trailer hasn't aired in six months. So I... I'm glad it's finally coming out. When yeah. is it coming out? Uh, next weekend. Oh, and the reason it's called 21 Bridges is the is that his plan to figure out who did this is to close down. There's 26 bridges that go in and out of New York City's five boroughs. And so his plan is to close down those 26 bridges. 21. Or, uh, 21 bridges, I'm sorry. The 20, to close down those 21 bridges in order to smoke out who was responsible for this mass cop killing. Cool. So I'm- why did it make your list? Uh, I just, I think it looks very intense. I love Chadwick Boseman. I mean, I, J.K. Simmons can do no wrong. So, I'm in. Is he bad in anything? I don't think so. No, I don't know that I've liked every movie he's ever been in. No. But, but, like, but he's good even when in he the came bad out movies. as J. Jonah Jameson <laughs> in the after credit scene uh, for, for Spider-Man. Yeah. Was that, did you not think that might be since the, like, the first one when, when, Robert Downey Jr. comes home, Tony Stark comes home, and Nick Fury is there yeah. to tell him about the Avengers Initiative. That was the very first one. Yep. Did you not think that might be the best after credit scene since that one yeah. that they had done yet? It was it was like, oh wow, that yeah. is perfect. It was perfect. And I mean it just and it just blew me away when we saw that in real time. Now Aaron, which, is, which is why I never believed. Did you believe for a second that Spider-Man was leaving the MCU? I told no, our audience the whole time no it's way. never happened. This is a negotiation. That's never yeah. happening. It's just it's all about money. Yep. Aaron, do we have a tape of this? Because we've agreed now on three movies. Um, yeah, well, okay. I'm recording everything. All right, it's on the record. So, is this your way of saying perhaps I have matured a little bit in my in my middle middle years? We still have a half hour to go. Yes. Far be it from me to prod you with a sharp stick. Well, yeah, I think also, <laughs> you know, you got the ham fisted <laughs> political propaganda out of the way. You've matured a little bit as well. You oh, I've got no, I got more. You got the ham fisted political propaganda. That's you know. Uh, as subtle as a punch to the nards. You got that out of the way yeah, right one, away. I got one, two. Yeah, I got two more coming. Two more coming? Yeah. All right. Um, if you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950 first because it's not cheap to replace those carpets. And Genesis 950 breaks down the bonds of stains and odors so they are gone for good and its antibacterial component removes pet stains and odors from carpet and padding so they can be used in a carpet cleaning machine. And it's so green that it's safe for your family and your pets. So if you're tired of pet cleaners that don't work, give Genesis 950 a try right now. You can use it to clean your whole house, but where it really shines is with those pet stains and odors in the carpet. Try Genesis950.com right now. Genesis950.com, promo code Blaze to get a discount at Genesis950.com before you make that big purchase for the new carpet. Try Genesis950.com first. Promo code Blaze for a discount. More Mike Woody in a moment. All 
right, back here with Mike Woody taking us to the movies. Looking ahead to what is in store at theaters now with the holiday movie season upon us. You brought in 10 movies you wanted to draw our audience's attention to. We've done four of them so far, right? Yes. All right, and so far I have approved of three of the four. Which is unprecedented. Yes. So let's get to movie number five. Let's get a new tape going. Oh, yeah, I'm all in. We need a voice sampler. Yes. I want you to say into this phone. There's a bomb in Centennial Park. (laughs) You have 30 minutes. Gotta remember, this is my generation. I remember this story very well. What they did to this guy. You're a national hero now. Thank you, sir. But I was just doing my job. It's also one of the best trailers of the year. And where did this come from? I don't know. I, mean, I didn't even know they were, I didn't, I didn't know they were making this. And it's Clint Eastwood. I know. Although, given the subject matter, you might maybe you you kind of understand why the media wasn't anxious to help us help them promote this film. Could be. Yeah. You're a suspect. You don't talk. I talk. Say it. I don't talk. This might be the only way to clear your name. I want you to say there's a bomb in Centennial Park. You have 30 minutes. Stop trying to be their best friend. I was raised to respect authority. Authorities looking to eat you alive. Guy so Sam Rockwell. Yeah, Sam Rockwell in there. Uh, I mean that that movie looks really good. It does, and it looks like it. It looks like it's it, it's probably going to be right up there with the best movie of the year, and have zero shot of being nominated for an Oscar given its subject matter. That, despite that, and that actor you've never heard of was actually brilliant in I Tanya as the, what the one. He's one of the doofuses who clubs. Oh, you're right. And, and which is what that movie should I have. I never saw w- that either. Was oh. that movie good? Oh, oh it's brilliant. Oh, about Tanya Harding. Oh my okay. goodness, it it's is great. Okay, genius. All right, maybe Amy and I'll. I've got a list of movies Amy and I need to watch while it we're is brilliant. on Thanksgiving yeah. and Christmas break. I'll put that on the list along all with right. the uh, Mister Rogers documentary. But I'm all in on that movie. Although I'm a little. Here's my only concern. Until I thought that was the best movie trailer of the year. But the previous that I've seen so far this year is that trailer. The previous trailer that I thought was the best movie of the year or best trailer of the year was the trailer for the Pet Cemetery remake. Oh, you saw that? <laughs> yeah. I forgot to ask yeah. you about and, it. It's and, and terrible. Then, and John it? Lithgow, that line, <sighs> the ground is bad. I mean, that the way that trailer's orchestrated, the rhythm to it, and the movie's bad. It totally it's really bad. The movie's bad. All right, that's what really John Lithgow yeah. should have said. They should have okay. planted the movie. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping, though, given Clint Eastwood's track record, I don't think that's going to be an issue here. Agreed? Agreed. It's going to be great. It's just a matter of the degree of greatness, probably. All right, number six. Breathless made you a star of the new wave. Why do you think the French fell in love with you? They fell in love with the character. What is this? They get what me French instead. Is this? And who is that? Who is Gene Seberg? Million Americans look at you and they see an escape. They want the girl from the Midwest. It's America's sweetheart. I've been trying to get away from that girl my whole life. True story. This woman's from Marshalltown. Oh, Oh, I saw something in the paper yesterday. Yes. The revolution needs movie stars. I didn't think people got the paper anymore. No. Some actress just grabbing some free publicity. She has a history of donations to civil rights groups. She's a sympathizer, sir. I think she could be useful. Must be some kind of crazy to come to this neighborhood in that car. Was it my money you were chasing? Or was it me? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Is this, what is this, the Patty Hearst story? What, what is this? It's called Seaberg. Okay, it's about an actress. True story about an actress from Marshalltown. Never heard of her. Mar- Marshalltown. 
Marshalltown, Iowa. Marshalltown, yeah. Iowa. Marshalltown, yeah. Iowa. Yeah. I've never heard of this woman ever. Okay. I've never heard. Of, have you heard of her? No, not Did until yesterday. Okay. So was this script written by the Des Moines Registered Editorial Board, or she was? Did they uh, do a routine background check on the uh, producer? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well played. She Very was well played. A, she was a sixty. I love. I know that's your meme on Twitter. Oh, I can't. You're, I'm, I'm you're like daily asking for the register for daily routine daily background checks. I'm speechless, Aaron. Thank you for that. <laughs> All right, she's an actress from the and late sixties. Because Epstein 60s, didn't Steve. kill himself. Anyway, Mike, go ahead. She's an actress from the late sixties. She gets involved with the, the Black Panthers. The government comes in. All right, so Amazon Hoover. You know, so you've brought me Jay two, Edgar. You've brought me two Amazon movies, and on the first one. It's I didn't it's even hug a Muslim terrorist that that for Christmas. The, that's the first one, right? Okay, so hug this a Muslim, is an, hug a Muslim terrorist for Christmas is number one, and the second one is Black Panthers were magic. Aaron, okay, I, not murderous terrorist thugs that they actually were. Aaron, am I sensing? Were? Am not, I sensing a minus on this one? The, the films were okay. just for the record. The films were hug a Muslim terrorist for Christmas and Black Panthers are magic. Honestly, Mike, one of the there frustrating you. things about working for Steve is that he's so ambiguous. Yes, I know. <laughs> you rarely know how he feels. He's constantly asking me to clarify myself. And because Epstein didn't kill himself. But how do you really himself. feel about this? Next movie. You have to adopt the mentality of an Irish street cop. The world is a bad place. This is fascinating. I think, I don't know that it, it will get me to see it in a theater, but I, I can definitely, at the very least, I'll be seeing this when it comes on demand. I find it fascinating. I know and that's it is. a Fox story. Oh, it makes so much sense. Women are everywhere. We're letting them play golf and tennis now. HR's on the phone because you called me a skirt. Yeah, yeah. i got to read that manual again. Nicole Kidman has yeah, the Gretchen Carlson hair I nailed. I just love that this is out at the same time that ABC and, and CBS are trying to fire whistleblowers yeah, yes. because we won't see those movies. Or you yeah, know, we, what's where's the Matt Lauer movie? Yeah, see, that's the thing. That's the thing with our show. I have no problem at all with. Oh, with this would be like interesting. This it would be very. It's interesting. true. Yeah, the yes. stuff's documented. I don't yes. have a problem with the truth. But but my problem is that the truth seems to be just like Tolerance Boulevard is a one way road. Mm -hmm. Truth Boulevard seems to be a one way street as well. Where's the where's Matt Where's the Matt Lauer film? titled rape dungeon when 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 are they making that one do you know oh i hope soon yeah where's where's the uh where where is the uh the epstein didn't kill himself but we kept it quiet for three years so we can get an interview with uh prince andrew movie when's that, that coming was, out that that was an unexpected plus yeah i will say every every <laughs> fox addict should watch that i totally movie. agree don't look away the, the thing watch that, it the, what i what, what yeah used, what i used sure. it's not gonna happen but yeah, it's, they yeah, should yeah. yeah i i used to find fascinating like when roger when they when, when when roger ailes went down for this and people would call me and we're calling our show and telling us hey roger ailes is being railroaded and fox news is the only news media outlet i trust and i would be like so you the only news media outlet you trust is one you think is guilty of is of falsely firing it's it's um it's it's godfather does that make any sense i i only trust this outlet that falsely fires its people that doesn't make any sense to me but we'll get to the next movie i think you guys will like it okay now we're cooking with gas <laughs> finally i knew i might need another plus <laughs> this is your slump buster you need you need you need, you need to hang this, a curve this is so redundant though for us we've we've covered oh i know much ground feeling but to think after all of these years this saga is going to end is fascinating we're not yeah alone. you can see faintly lando calrissian sitting there good people will fight if we lead them the word is that the uh rose 
um, Finn romance. J.J. Abrams uh, put the ixnay on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally some enthusiasm for the millennial. So you can, and it's dunking on poor Rose. Have I waited? That poor actress had to cancel her social media accounts. At least that's what she's claiming. I don't even know how much that stuff is true nowadays. Just claim victim status and cancel your stuff, and it helps your career. Mike, how old were you when Star Wars came out? I was in college. Nineteen seventy-seven. So you're in college, and see, we were. uh, I was was four. yeah, Yeah, five and six. So we talk often about how this. I was a freshman at Iowa. How this is in our DNA. Just growing up, it's been a part of yeah. how we view every it's single movie. But I, we are connected to. I think it's also possible for somebody who watched a male who watched it in college as well, but in a different way. I was going to say, I think it's more in my DNA than it is in yours. Maybe it is. Yeah. I mean, you're that. Really? Because I've never known a world. I, I, yeah, that's, I have like one memory before going to the River Hills Theater downtown to see Star yeah. Wars for the first time that I can I can instantly recall. Maybe if you've worked with me, I could come up with something else. And it's my mom taking me to Vegas to marry my eventual stepdad, Dave Dace. That's the only memory I can think of younger than I was at, you know, almost almost four years old. Okay. I, I'm born in July and the movie came out in May. So I was actually still technically three going to see this movie for the first time. I, I don't remember really a world without yeah. Star but, Wars. But a movie that you guys see at three and four years old and a movie that I see at 17 or 18. Sure, sure. I mean, this just, this blew us away. Yeah. At the Englert Theater in Iowa City. I mean, it's like, you'd never seen anything like it. I remember my grandma Myrna, God rest her soul, ordering me out of the old Sears catalog the entire because I was I was her favorite man I got and all the other grandkids yeah. hated I got spoiled so badly <laughs> and, um, and 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 part of it is you know her daughter had me when she was 15 years old so Myrna had to do a lot of the raising of baby Steve because you know a 15 year old girl doesn't necessarily is, is, know a lot of that stuff either and relied on her mom for quite a bit and so you know Myrna and I were all grandma Myrna and I were always tight and I will never forget Getting the the cutout cookies. That's when I first learned how good cookie dough was. Getting the cutout cookies as we watched the Star Wars holiday special. We were baking cookies. And in the middle of the Star Wars holiday special, they had the first ad ever for the Kenner Star Wars figurine collection. And like the whole thing with the Death Star and everything. And I mean, I I don't think I blinked that entire 30-second ad. All right. And and then like three weeks later, it's Christmas. And I got from Grandma Myrna, because if you guys remember the story, they sold so much of that that they could not meet the demand. And so people were getting like IOUs and stuff. And for Christmas, I got one of those. And Grandma Myrna felt so bad that like the Millennium Falcon and Sandspeeder that she had gotten me wasn't in, that she actually ended up buying the entire catalog and like by the end of January, I got like all of it. The Death Star, the whole thing. Yeah, you're describing why I can, I, I can remember that like it was 10 minutes ago. Last week, we were discussing some fan theories. And I am trying to will myself, because I can't stand The Last Jedi, to have that feeling one last time of being ex- I want to be excited in that feel that I, Star Wars, it's the last time. I want to feel it so bad. I'm, I'm trying to pull every trick I can think of to get myself that. Wouldn't it be great? If they ended it as well as they started it. 
I think they don't I, know that I it's possible. But I don't think so either because our expectations are so high. But they I, I think so he's going to do the best know. he could do given the hand that he was dealt. And I'm a big fan of The Last Jedi. I think it is a great film. I just think it's a terrible sequel to The Force Awakens. It's not. It doesn't follow the, further the story that we thought we were getting. And I think that's right. what offended a lot of people along with the stupid social justice warrior scene to the wannabe Vegas place that doesn't need to be in there. But I think it's a great film. I think given the hand that J.J. has been dealt, I think he will do the best he can do with that hand. And it's just a matter of how good that is. How many more movies we have? Two. All right. Number nine. This is Meg, Amy, Beth, and Joe. Can't wait for this one. They're no. doing this again? Oh. How many more times is this going to be remade? I'm working on a novel. It is a story of my life and my sister's. Oh, dear God. Hermione is in it. And if Hermione is in it, yes. Girl, make sure she's married by the end. Who is, uh, quote unquote, self-partnered. Yes, self-partnered. Yes. yes. I want to be an I was self-partnered, too, in high school, but it wasn't my choice. You know what I'm saying? Do I want to know what self-partnered is? Uh, it, it, it means different strokes for different folks. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Is this necessary for is, what is reason? This portion of the show brought to you by Mayor Pete Buttigieg running for president. Um, Buttigieg. Buttigieg, thanks. Uh, Greta Gerwig, the is director. It, is it Buttigieg? Buttigieg. I've been calling it. I thought it was Buttigieg this whole time. It is no, Buttigieg. No, no, no. Buttigieg. It is? Yes. I really did not know that. I thought it. Okay. Wow. All right. Okay. Did you see Lady Bird? Yeah, I saw okay. her. In this there. is this is the woman that directed Lady Bird, yeah. and it's also Shershe Ronan who was in it. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Why why didn't you say so? Now, as <laughs> this as, is where we disagree. Lady, as, Lady Bird was very overrated. As fathers of daughters, you don't want to take them to go see Little Women. No, but I agreed with what Steve. See, I love. We've, why do it again? Yeah, we've the, seen the like, Winona Ryder Christian Bale version from the mid '90s that nobody terrific, likes is terrific. Nobody likes it. Who doesn't like it? I loved it. I thought it was terrific. I'm not against it. Yeah, that's. it just seems like that. How many versions of this have been done? The, the all-time, because you know what this smacks of? There's only one reason to do this another time. And oh, I think we know what it is. It's not the Dems again, yeah, is it? Another reason <laughs> is, is you gotta, is, is you got to make some sort of a feminist statement. That's the only reason to do this again. It's how called do do Little than, Women. How do you let's do better than the 90s this. version? How do you do better than the Catherine Hepburn I, version? Okay, we have okay one so we're going to put it down cannot, as a negative. I cannot I wait to see if there's greatness coming or a troll. I, I need to know. I think, I think I can cleanse myself here. Like, Oh, yeah, this looks good. <laughs> Bring your kit. Final tally, coming soon. This trailer is yeah, something else, too. Have yeah. you seen this? Yes, this looks yeah. outstanding. Hope. Is a dangerous thing. Thank what's you. Fas- what's fascinating about this movie? It's edited to make it appear it was shot in one take. Yeah, they're walking into a trap. I mean, from a technical standpoint, this looks brilliant. And if you saw the Peter Jackson documentary that came out a year ago, I never did see it. I heard it was great. They gave him they gave him access to all the World War One archives there in the United Kingdom. Yeah, and let him use all of his modern technology that he makes sort of the Rings films to refinish them. That documentary is insane. How good it is, and the scenes of this trailer, like when they're going through these no man's lands and all the filth. And the dead bodies and stuff, and for months of this trench warfare, if you go to the, if you see the Peter Jackson documentary, that's right out of that. See, that's the, right in the actual archives. If the people that made Harriet had made this, everybody would have been really clean, that's, and their uniforms yeah. would have been starched. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Okay, I get what you're hmm. saying. That it does come across like it's like the like an old Walt Disney. Let's dress this up for the kiddies to watch. Is what you're concerned so, about the Harriet Tubman movie, right? So, yes. So Steve, um, that's seven wins and three. 
Not really losses. But I would call your them losses. Loss. Your loss. I, in fact, I would just say two of them are losses. I, the Little Women thing is debatable. All right? You really only have two losses because you should have known better than to bring what is obvious, full-throated, in your face, and we're not even trying to hide it. I didn't. We're peeing on you, telling you it's raining political propaganda. I didn't know that. <laughs> so you're excited about this season? Scale of one to ten. Ten being best. Uh, uh, I, I think it's an eight. I don't. Do there's nothing on this list that I just, you know, Star Wars is Star Wars. So there's nothing on this list that I say, oh, I've got maybe Ford versus Ferrari Here's the tonight. thing. I can't think of something that sh- I can't believe you didn't put on the list. Wow. Because usually there's at least a couple of those. I mean, I, Frozen 2, but I can understand we're four guys. Well, you know, we're and, not necessarily and who the needs to demo. bring Frozen Two? Everybody yeah, yeah. knows that's that. Yeah, everybody knows Star Wars though too. But okay, I, I can I'm let playing, the Frozen. I'm playing to the audience here. Of, I, I hear you. Of, of you. Yeah, I, I can let the Frozen Two thing go because it's you know, it, the audience that it, it plays to may not be four or three middle aged guys and a cranky millennial. Now we've also but, got cats. I could have thrown cats in there just to. Here's how you know. Watch cats, you run up the wall. Here's how you know cats is going to be bad. My oldest daughter. Well, there's that. My oldest daughter, who's the theater performer who comes home from work and like watches, you know, Tony Award clips on YouTube. Okay. She's like totally into this stuff. All right. When she saw the trailer for Cats, she was like, that looks terrible. And nobody wants to see that. And that movie should have never been made. She's their target demo. She might be right. And I think she, because that, the trailer looks bad, but I'm not their target demo. Um, Speaking of bad, I kind of looked ahead for you. Mm -hmm. January. Robert Downey Jr. is Dr. Doolittle. I bet that's going to be adorable. Bad Boys for Life with Will Smith and Why, Martin that's Lawrence. A, that movie did not... Who, who, who really needed that movie to be made? I looked it up today just to, just to make sure I knew who was in it. And they're already in pre-production for Bad Boys 4. Really? I'm like, really? We need to see... Mm. Now, can I ask you a quick question before, sure. before we Get wrap up? Get a minute. The Joker. Did you see it? Tremendous. Disturbing. Yes. You can't walk into a theater and yell fire, but you can put that on the screen. Yeah. I yeah. was literally nervous in the theater. Yeah, I thought it I thought it it's the most honest portrayal of nihilism yep. ever put on film. And that's what I loved about it is is it says to the spirit of the age, you know what, man? You this is what you all want. You guys want a you guys want a godless society? You want a humanistic society? Then it it, it did it, it Grandpa Zebediah Walton. You know that was my favorite episode of the Waltons. I used to talk about that all the time. When Grandpa Zebediah takes Jim Bob up to the top of the mountain, makes him smoke all the cigarettes. You sure you want us to do this? Then you're to smoke them all, smoke all the cigarettes until he chokes on it. And that's what the Joker does. It makes you it makes you ingest all of the spirit of the age, all of the rot gut, all of it. Easily, of it. easily top ten movie of the year. No and doubt, I, and I can't recommend a single person go see it. That's a that's a damn good review. I think I probably agree with every word of that. Actually, speaking of Mr. Mo- ten seconds, Mr. Movie Oh, you have a website now. I've had a website for five there. years, dude. Welcome or to 1999, Mike. Or on Twitter, Mr. Movie Reviews. Good to see you, brother. All right, good to see Early you guys. Merry Christmas. To the rest of you, see you tomorrow, John 317. This is Steve Dace. On the Blaze Radio Network.